I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. What does failure do to an artist? It can mess with your head. That's primarily because it's only ever in your head. The things that are held today may be forgotten tomorrow. The reverse can happen too. A work stamped one way doesn't stay that way. Some works are deemed masterpieces and exist in that rare air forever. But usually this designation passing down through the time unchallenged, through time unchallenged, unrevised and unrevisited is a result of a shortage of thinking on the part of audiences. The result of a preference for received wisdom. Failure is not fatal for starters. It can be a motivator. Smooth sailing isn't always the best way to convince yourself to put your nose back to the grindstone struggle and frustration and fear i think i referred to this exact combination before in moment oh wait this is a big ass tangent can be great tools for learning to focus and recharge yourself but that's true of any kind of failure a girl can go out on a date with you or your boss doesn't want to give you that promotion won't go out on a date with you or your boss doesn't want to give you that promotion but failure in creative pursuits is a special occurrence of the same principle in an interview I think it was with the German TV David Bowie said something I really liked. I don't know if he said it often, but it's the kind of thing that you should get tattooed on your leg. He said that creativity is one of the few human endeavors where you can crash your airplane and walk away from it. Your mistakes don't have to bring you down, not by any means, but Bowie's observation was even was it has an even deeper level. Creative failures can feel like near-death experiences, and surviving them can create a sense of liberation there's that movie fearless starring jeff bridges where he is in a plane crash and survives it's not exactly bowie's metaphor it's not his airplane he's just a passenger but he lives through the crash and in the weeks and the months following the accident he finds that he's seized by a kind of manic mania he takes risks that he wouldn't have taken before he bonds with rosie perez he plays another survivor who lost her child in the crash rosie perez got an oscar nomination for that movie which is the right move and then some fearless is when i realized that do the right thing wasn't a fluke quiet as it's kept perez might be the spark to my soul train obsession no human singer no no dancer not even don himself matters more than me than rosie perez dancing on that show quest love goes on a lot of tangents y'all hey welcome to the black Tips podcast your host rod and and we are live on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's excerpt is from a creative quest quest loves book on creativity um and i like that chapter it talks about uh failure um and i really love the story before but it's just so long it's probably too long for a um for excerpt you know what i mean or maybe maybe we'll do it one day when we have like 10 minutes but uh or five or six minutes but um it's it's all it's this chapter on like what failure brings to you and i love the part about failure being mostly in your head yeah you know because i think when you're a person who's a bit afraid to fail um and a person who like failure starts taking on this like evil looming thing in the back of your mind it's like once i do this i'll never be able to come back and i think especially when you're black there is this idea sometimes proven true that once you fail there is no road back <clears throat> it's like oh you you were you were successful you were successful you fucked up well that's the end nice ride it's like a game show 
you know what i mean it's like who wants to be a millionaire it's like oh you missed the question well thanks for playing while black uh you're you can go to the back now let's bring out the next contestant right there's no consolation prize and so i think for a lot of us there's this compounded nature of like yo i can't ever fail and that's why a lot of people don't take chances yeah and the truth is you're gonna fail you know you're not just to mention i love when he also brings up things that people get receive as classic right away how many of those times you see it revisited over time over years and it's like people don't feel that way anymore Mm -mm. you know uh, a perfect example is um you know i love my favorite show probably growing up is martin like honestly it was probably it was one of my favorite shows of all fucking time i've memorized pretty much every episode every line just classic it was so good when i was in high school we used to watch the show and then like literally the next day we will all be repeating the jokes saying lines from the show uh acting out scenes like it was like a fucking thing you know what i mean like it was a big deal for at least for my people that i grew up with in in my little clique Mm -hmm. and you know uh, and until the internet i didn't really even know other people felt as strongly about that show as we did at that age you know Mm -hmm. once you got on the internet you see you know every all the people that grew up with those references and you also see all the people that hated martin and shit like that but um if you revisit it now you know people i don't like this show it's kind of crass and this thing is is you know we have all these buzzwords now so it's like well this kind of this trope was colorist and this was this and you know and it's like at the time it's just hard to explain to people like you can't just dumb out you can't just laugh at the shit like it really wasn't about breaking down the uh <laughs> breaking down the shit to be, to, it wasn't high art and i mean i'm not trying to be funny when i say that but yeah. it's, it's not like <laughs> excuse me they were doing <laughs> martin martin was doing this stuff for a quote-unquote higher purpose right so that's like something that's a critical success at the time people revisit i don't like that um movies and stuff now where um they're like now we talk about tropes right so like at the first time that something happened it wasn't a trope Mm -mm. so the first time that a movie had like um a protagonist that was fat and did slapstick that was the first time and people may have loved it at the time like Mm -hmm. wow we've never seen a fat movie star and this is funny john candy is falling down off a pool or whatever but then in 2020 people watch that same thing after seeing you know decades of this and they go i'm tired of this i don't want there's nothing funny about this you know comedians how much stand up people watching it like if you tell somebody this person was fucking amazingly funny and they and you go okay who were they for? 1965 this motherfucker right here was a man he was the funniest motherfucker in the world okay let me go get this 1965 stand up stand up that people like may have paid you know hundreds of dollars to see yeah, all this shit not gonna be received the same you're not gonna get it to say not and i'm not just talking about being offended and all that stuff i'm just saying like you have seen 30 40 years of comedy that is built off the bricks of what this person started right Th- this is no longer the thing for you you know what i mean it's like this is like watching someone paint with just the three basic colors and you now have crayons with 64 colors in the box you know so i think that's one of the things that um that 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 it really made me think about was because like oh yeah what feels like success isn't always success forever what feels like failure isn't always failure either because there's a bunch of shit too where people go revisit something 
and they go man people really slept on blank album or mm-hmm. you know a uh, perfect example for me is this movie uh john singleton is, is a genius in general or uh, was a genius but a perfect example with john singleton is higher learning yeah higher learning to me when i watched it i said i like it but it's silly it's so over the top it's ridiculous actually right none of this shit would ever happen all this stuff happened decades ago yeah all this happened on one campus doesn't make fucking sense you know um, and i don't think i was ready to receive the message he was giving but then you go back and look at that movie you have racism Mm -hmm. um not just remy the main character but that one dude they picked up the phone and called um damn was regina uh king in that i think she was uh but he calls her a, a black bitch i know tyra branks was in it yes yeah i know she was in it too um so uh damn man regina king don't yeah, age they say yes she was but, uh yeah so um and then you had the um you also had uh the racist school shooting how many campus shootings are we at now in america right he was ahead of us by 30 years um you had obviously um the racial violence between factions on the school you had sexual assault you had um like just you know the athlete culture and how it's you know like not fitting in but when you're a black athlete they smile in your face but you're not they don't really respect you all this shit you know and he was so ahead of his time mm-hmm. so now i will revisit that and it's even better than when i first saw it there's not very much art like that but there's art like that so you know that's something that could have been panned when it came out and it you know another great example harlem nights panned when it came out horrible that was one of my favorite movies of all time right horrible reviews from white people love that fucking movie but how forward thinking was that movie we we do all this you know shadowing act going up for like black this and black that eddie murphy was doing black hollywood shit way before anybody else is on that level with that kind of budget with that star power all in one movie yes. and then we weren't walking around you know we didn't have wakanda forever salutes back then we you know it was just a thing he was doing and you and you go back now it's like classic lines sunshine and uh you know um uh, you know fred fox and stuff like like we go back now and just like this red fox i mean we go back now it's just like holy shit like della reese was in this movie and we're right this is classic right classic shit and and uh boomerang 2 was another example of that because yeah. it's one of those things too where before you got some of the movies you got now with an all black cast like they were doing this many 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 years ago particularly particularly black people that like like you said had 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 those jobs that you really couldn't pinpoint but they was like super fucking rich for no reason like white folks you ain't you ain't got to tell me what they doing oh black executive fan fiction yes yeah uh well the other thing i would throw out there too though in like those movies boomerang i'm not 100 percent sure it may have been positively received but i know harlem nights was not positively critically oh, received. no no it wasn't so once again eddie murphy might internalize that as a failure you see what i'm saying like damn my movie didn't do as good as it was supposed to in my mind i had this coming to america style like movie and box office in my head and i didn't get that and so imagine what that does to a person but as quest says it's in it's mostly in your head it's the only plane crash you can walk away from and do it again and And it it also teaches you not to be afraid to take chances now you might take the wrong lessons in this case eddie murphy just took every job that was offered to him for the next 20 years and that's fine but some of the movies is terrible eddie we love you but come on 
but not nah, just kidding but uh but not nah, I, I mean you could take different lessons from it you know what i mean and i think that's one of the big uh the big lessons here and i think you can apply that to more than just creativity mm-hmm. and more than just creative pursuits you know at your job you get a bad performance review that doesn't mean it's the end of the fucking world mm-hmm. you know you get uh you know you don't you set a goal for yourself with your health you don't make it it doesn't mean you have to just stop fuck it to the world it means get better come back from this try again you know so i think um you know i think that's real i just thought that was a really dope lesson from that <sighs> Where's my music? Oh. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know and ways to grow. A reading rainbow. I can be anything. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. A reading rainbow. Oh man. Let's get into the show. Um, I will say this, man. Um, I played ball today. Mm-hmm. Cause my ankle has been hurting for two weeks. And I've just been going stir crazy in the house. It's hard to sit around doing nothing. I don't know how people do it. I know they say you're supposed to just sit around, do nothing, and enjoy yourself. But mm-hmm. uh, but my ankle was healing a little bit at a time. It's getting better every day. And so I went and played ball today. And uh, no, it still hurt. It sucks. <laughs> I didn't get hurt again. I didn't re-injure myself, thank God. But I assume it was just, it's like when you jam your thumb or something it just it's like if you ever jam the thumb like your thumb feels fine um when you jam it until you push exactly in that same thing that that jammed it and then it hurts like the dickens mm-hmm. uh, we old we don't move we don't hear no 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 it's not just about being old um uh it's also just the fact that uh when you spraying like when you spraying something it's a different type of pain and that's true like it don't hurt all the time it doesn't no. like uh it it hurts it hurt like when i did basketball shit but you know i've been walking around doing stuff it's almost more frustrating because i'm not i rather like my ankle was swollen and i just had i couldn't put weight on it and i'm like well obviously my ankle's fucked up but with this one it's like oh yeah i'm walking around do shit all day and you know and then the second i'm just like all right now like nah Nah. nigga sit your ass down Mm -mm. nope nope no my friend like uh we don't mind doing the basic shit but you asking too much yeah so this sounds like it's gonna be a while might Mm -hmm. be a couple more weeks um but yeah i I just had to do an update on that it sucks being injured um especially when you want to do stuff like positive things like exercise um but you know that's fine in my meantime i watched who killed malcolm x and uh on netflix um it's pretty good uh it's kind of all over the place i felt bad that the dude who's the main investigator i guess we would call him because he's not really an investigator he just kind of like does this on the side of his real job i kind of felt like i hate to say it man i kind of felt like a loser you know what i mean it felt like yo uncle that's obsessed with malcolm x that you like hey man calm down this a lot like i just wanted to come over and 
rap with you about the lakers game and that's it that's it i, I know it's gonna turn to you talking about malcolm x pulling out conspiracy charts again like it was a lot i didn't come over here for this and how you doing that's all i asked like I, <laughs> I didn't know we was gonna go down this road like it was just crazy he would just like talk about stuff and then i would feel like somebody's gonna like i was just waiting for his wife was i don't even know if he had a wife i was just waiting for like a family somebody who loved him right. being like it's time it's time to let it go okay <laughs> You're not gonna find out who killed. Leave them kids alone. Let them. You got them kids in here tied up again. Yeah, it was it was a wild documentary. Um, and then also I uh, saw somebody with a Cadillac today, and I realized there's really only two type of people that own old Cadillacs. The old school ones. Yeah, the old ones, not the new, new shit. The, yeah, the, the new ones on a whole different level. The new shit not hitting like the old shit. You know what I mean? Them old Cadillacs, them gas guzzling, like if they hit your car your car turned into a motherfucking what your car is fucking totaled yeah your car look like a spitball (laughs) yes it's gonna win there's only two type of people that own them old ass cadillacs broke niggas and rich white people pimps broke niggas and rich white people them the only kind of people i ever see in the motherfucking cadillacs like that no pimps don't count my bad i mean i ain't never seen no pimp in a cadillac in charlotte karen so you know it's not my oh, life okay. experience i'm not saying they don't exist i've only seen that in movies but oh, in true. real in real actual life like people i know that ah okay okay everybody i know who drive a cadillac that cadillac is either like on his last legs or it's like what about to die this is my granddaddy cadillac the muffler falling off but <laughs> yes it won't pass inspection right we riding this shit to the wheels fall off literally got or, a lost tag it's signed in the back or it's like some rich white dude with like some motherfucking mint condition shit you know what he was like I... maybe you know what maybe i have seen like an old black man who's just like that's his pride and joy too yes yeah my, my papa used to do that my mm-hmm. great-grandfather yeah honey that does they think they call it tinkling they'll tinkle on it honey they'll be sure they're gonna make sure that's they that's they baby they yeah. only take it out a few times in the other year they only ride it when it's warm right exactly like it's a whole in the winter time that shit is locked up i can't be having the snow fuck up fuck up the paint they like they drive it like once every three months two couple months just to get all the soot out of the out of the engine and then they put it up and then you know they go cruising a couple times a year in the summer or something but that's it for that it's not a driving car Mm. like you don't take the cadillac to the grocery store it just it's not oh a, no you take it on long trips like 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 yeah. like you like you like you and your old lady is like hey baby come on let's let's go to the beach or some shit like that right like that's the car y'all's grandparent your that's the car like your mama was conceived in you know what i'm saying <laughs> right like, that's not that's back when cars had enough room in the back where they could actually have sex back there. come on you so, could actually fuck like that's that's yeah they've got a car cover on it you know like that's that's but them the only people i know that own cadillacs i don't know like i've never old school ones i've never just seen an okay cadillac no 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 either either is is you know the wheels about the ball or either uh they are like in mint condition yeah it's either like yeah it's either mint condition or it's like after after uh megatron got beat up in transformers ah, 2 that's not right that's- at the end when he was all fucked up it's either like that or the other way it's never it's never motherfucking just a okay cadillac just like having really don't got the white wall tires on it or nothing just like 
like that shit is either clean or it ain't man it's, it's, i don't know Nothing in between that's just my north carolina charlotte experience i you know y'all don't have to write in with y'all individual cadillac experiences but it was just something i noted coming back from the washing uh car washing place today all right let's get into the news y'all um harvey weinstein lawyer says he's scared of dying behind bars yeah so um how was your day my day today was good i'm glad to hear that you know i had a good day as well um well you know what guys i gotta say it I, if no one else got the courage to say it then god damn it let rod on the blackout tips be the only one to say it in america what's that as a prison abolitionist nope i don't think jail should be a place well you mm-hmm. have to worry about getting killed okay it's not right he didn't say getting killed he said die well uh, okay well it's not a place you have to worry about dying you know why would you be more worried about dying here than dying in your, in a nice luxury you know hotel or a yacht Mm-mm. i mean it's a 60 year 68 year old man and we know prison is just you know not a good place for people to go okay we need to read we need to get rid of them Hey, it shouldn't be no prisons no matter what you do no sir everybody should just be free to do whatever they want to do nope and then you know you apologize you know you, you know we do Mm-mm. we we do Mm-mm. some uh collective uh we do some collective justice work you know maybe you you know we have you talk at some schools or something nope. or uh we could have them uh maybe you know you could cut some grass or something like that you guys know what i'm talking about you know we, we you know some restorative justice you know we have them work at where, a where, where, where is great the, crisis uh, center hashtag team uh harvey weinstein where those people at where those people that constantly throw up like but y'all not going out there what don't people is it is it crickets for them too well i'm just saying karen okay is it crickets for them motherfuckers too what do you mean like i mean there are people still talking yes about but, this. but but every time you turn around they ask people why don't they go after him well i mean there people. people talking about it okay shortly after the verdict bill cosby's publicist took to the comedian's social media accounts to share his thoughts this is not wait so the you went on bill cosby's thing but you wrote this as his publicist that's interesting so is that who's tweeting for him too yes i guarantee you that's who's tweeting for him i just thought he had a cell phone in prison uh <laughs> it would make sense what if what if they did him like oj they started making videos with bill cosby and posting it to his twitter account like they do oj because you know oj don't log into twitter no he doesn't that would be hilarious what's going on twitter world Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. hey twitter world <laughs> this nigga uh this is not shocking because these jurors were not sequestered which gave them access to media coverage and sentiments of the public opinion said cosby publicist andrew wyatt um there's no way you would have anyone believe that mr weinstein was going to receive a fair and impartial trial also this judge showed that he wanted a conviction by sending the jurors back to deliberate after they were hung up on many of the counts uh he added though the jurors revealed that they were hung up on the most serious kind of predatory sexual assault and first degree rape for which weinstein was acquitted so i swear to god i could be a defense lawyer i swear to god it's got to be the easiest job in the world 
Who? I mean, what are the rules? There are none. I mean, until you go to court, I got your back. And then after the court, I got you. I can do it. It's easy. Yeah. Can't do the court case, but I can yeah. do the beginning and the end. Everything but the case. And let's be honest. I don't need to do the case. You guilty. You going to jail. But let me be the person. <laughs> let me be the person that says the dumb shit before and after you go to jail. I mean, if all you got to do is be morally bankrupt. I can do that impression. You know. Oh man, they my don't. client did nothing. There's nothing to see here. My client not guilty. My client didn't do nothing listen this jury was prejudiced against my client okay they let the stories of 50 rapes jade them against this man okay 50 different women accusing him of sexual assault pretty much i mean you almost gotta let them all go free i mean where you gonna find a jury that's never heard of this story okay uh here's a question that should haunt all americans especially wealthy and famous men oh prayers up for the wealthy and famous man i'm i'm seriously okay the only wealthy famous man i fuck with over here is bernie sanders okay but other than what? that other than that the wealthy famous man can suck my dick okay um you speaking only on your behalf <laughs> uh where do we go in this country to find fairness and impartiality in the judicial system and where do we go in this country to find due process because you know wealthy famous men never ever get off when they go to court honestly it's like what's worse okay going to court as a poor black person with a public defender where you've already probably been in held in, in jail since you've been charged with a crime you can't your bail. and you can't get your bail and they won't let you out and you sit there and it's, it's like you've been in jail longer than the fucking sentence would be and then you get in the courtroom and it's like i didn't do this shit but i already been in here for nine months and you're saying that if i plead uh guilty to a lesser charge then let me go today what's who's more likely to get a fair trial that person or some billionaire who's raped 50 some odd women over the course of 30 40 years and is uh you know famous as shit like who is gonna i I meant millionaire sorry multi-millionaire who is going who really gonna get a fair trial in america i'd hate to be that millionaire when y'all walking in that court with your fancy your fancy lawyers and shit and all you know what i'm saying like you know you going to jail i'm trying to think when's the last time a rich famous man went in the courtroom and didn't go to jail can y'all think of one i'm racking my brain right now y'all I, psh, <laughs> give me one example please karen see karen can't even name one so <laughs> clearly, clearly clearly no one wants to be ri- a rich famous man in this country honestly if i was a rich famous man i'd give all my money away i give it away you better not i'd rather be poor you know what I'm not saying? me at least i can stay out of the criminal justice system okay no one is getting locked up as much as rich famous men okay you just what is wrong with you as soon as i can when i'm watching the news and i see like this rich famous man is in accused of something i'm like oh god no that nigga going to jail he clearly going to jail <laughs> show me the one that got off okay r kelly where he at right now in jail right after 30 years of raping young right uh black girls but look where he he is at he's in jail right now all the jail you know you know if he wasn't rich and famous he'd just be out here on the streets you see what i'm saying it's not right karen so because this man got a whole lot of money and access to 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 influence stuff like now he gotta go to jail wow you really hate to see it man honestly sometimes i watch the news i get mad i'll be like oh my god these politicians 
going in on these billion these poor billionaires look at them it's gotta be so hard you look up on the news every day while you're on your yacht doing coke somebody probably blowing you or something and you look on the news and what oh listen warren want want to take two percent more of my money what the fuck and you know if i get accused of shit i'm going to jail on top of this i'd rather be a poor black man in america and thank god i am because (laughs) (laughs) i definitely don't want millions of dollars you definitely will be going all the way to the jail without you do not pass gold do not collect your 200 dollars if you rich you definitely going to jail okay no you poor when i I play monopoly black man you going directly to jail i'm talking about you you going directly when i play monopoly and i start winning too much property i put myself right in jail because that's what america does to the rich men the rich powerful men you guys see it every day do i need to take your kufi what the hell is happening here what they trying to do to trump right now karen throw his rich ass in jail you see what i'm saying yes you see how it works look at you you cheering it on you don't even know the they in your mind sis they not in my mind bill cosby's who is this person publicist is right karen they in your mind now look at you thirsting for the blood of the rich what you gonna be doing next calling women in the union that didn't vote for bernie sanders and threatening to kill them hmm because that's where the rage takes you karen no that's you need not. to be careful over there mm-mm, mm-mm, he also mm-mm. said i'm not ready i'm no mm-mm. he also ended it with this bombshell lastly if the hashtag me too movement isn't just about becky i would challenge me too and ask them to go back 400 plus years and tarnish the names of these those oppressors that rape slaves this is a very sad day in the american judicial system well big 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 just took an l for no reason becky minding her business the fuck is this who is who is that line supposed to be because you know harvey weinstein is a white man right correct and i thought the whole thing is y'all don't go after the white men is this bill cosby talking it's andrew wyatt uh his his publicist talking on behalf of bill cosby yeah, right yeah. right his his thing is these white women took him down so what they gonna say when they get to r kelly like all his victims was black yeah it wasn't no beggies what is going on Boy, hashtag shaniqua well i mean the fuck is this Mm-mm-mm. well just don't be rich and just don't be a rich man in america y'all that's you know it's really they really taking on a risk that they really don't need to guys so it's really sad to see uh what else happened uh coronavirus infected americans were flown home against the cdc's advice they're trying to kill us do we even have a head of a cdc now probably the fuck not i know that budget was stripped probably the fuck not probably not we ain't got the head of shit like in trump's uh war against you know regulatory agencies um i'm pretty sure that he uh you know cut the budget of the cdc right so y'all sending these people back that may be infected the fuck you think about to happen i know what's about to happen because i've seen this move before this is literally the end of planet of the apes it sure the fuck is remember that when that motherfucker got on the plane it was like Mm -hmm. and that's how the humans died and then the apes was running shit right so i for one look forward to our sentient ape masters if i make it through the infections okay i would just like to say uh sentient apes listening to this in the future 
thank you we needed to be ruled okay and i'm gonna make a good slave so if you need some podcasting done holler at your boy okay uh, you ain't got to whip me uh so let let your boy know what you need done if y'all want to do some eight pro eight podcast and you need like an engineer for the studio or something you need a human to hop on the mic and do some soft shoe for you hell caesar uh, hell caesar okay you know what i'm saying uh, hey all day long so y'all just let your boy yeah, know we will be called like we will be called the black eight the tips we don't mind y'all just let me know okay because i i can be the the uh big carson to the ape administration if you know what i'm saying <laughs> okay i'll tell you which humans is talking shit about y'all behind y'all back i I will fucking we will we will <laughs> is we sick you know what i'm saying <laughs> is we sick come on apes we i'm with y'all um let's see what else happened <laughs> ape agenda <laughs> with the apes y'all y'all fucking up uh let's see victoria's secret to be sold for 525 million dollars ceo les wexner is setting set, stepping down well god damn yeah he went against the fat people and the gays rihanna and her savage made them have to reevaluate shit yep uh according to fox news the company's owner l brands will sell 55 percent of his stake to a private equity firm called sycamore brands while retaining the remaining 45 cent to enable its shareholders to meaningfully participate in the upside potential of this these businesses Mm -hmm. they didn't want to fucking change that's his fault he's stupid yep uh stupidity cost him millions yep due to increasing competition change of taste among its core demographic the company suffered a 12 percent drop in same store sales during last year's holiday season and l brands confirmed that sales declined 10 percent overall during the fourth quarter yes yes there's several reasons why a a lot of that shit is in the malls and people don't go to the malls malls are closing across the country True. and then b women want shit personalized they want shit for their sizes Mm-hmm. and the average woman is a size between the size 12 to 14 that's about the average size of a woman y'all don't want to make shit past the size eight i'm tired of taking my ass in there and and i'm picking up some shit and i'm like i can't do nothing but dust with this bullshit you know because every woman ain't tiny like that you know and then it's one of those things where you don't really push and promote diversity you don't really push and promote all all different sizes for all different women and i really think that they underestimated the power of a black woman rihanna came in and crushed the fucking buildings and they thought that bitch was a joke and she came in her shit started flying off the shelves and they did not know how to respond they was neighbors not ready nor prepared for the damage she was about to do yep so yes like they lost a lot on that one man Mm mm-hmm yeah and, and the thing is they have people that actually lo- that actually love them and will continue to go which is fine but my thing is even a lot of those people are like i'd rather purchase online like like i'd rather purchase other ways than the traditional mall because their whole thing was mall yeah also like the ceo had said those you know fucked up comments mm-hmm. i think they had to take the victoria's secret runway show it didn't they didn't air it this year because we're nobody watching it yeah no and the other thing too that probably hurt them too is like porn like mm-hmm. who's you know who's watching the victoria's secret show and shit like you know i'm sure the swimsuit issue of sports illustrate doesn't sell as much either you know nope uh let's see what else happened in the news guys um <laughs> a gop candidate challenging maxine waters has been arrested on felony stalking and extortion charges hmm 
a prominent republican voice and republican challenger to representative maxine waters was arrested over the weekend according to daily beast saturday night businessman omar navarro was arrested after he was seen near his ex-girlfriend deanna lorraine tesorio's uh, apartment tesorio uh wait tesorio tesoriero okay that's it tesoriero is running a campaign against the house speaker nancy pelosi um he told the beast that she she told the beast that she saw navarro outside her home before getting a text message from an unknown number saying bitch i came to see you oh i know what not very many uh not very many people i look forward to meeting that said that sex that to you you know bitch i came to see you i'm good um mm. you only see me he allegedly offered her money to marry him and threatened to give her relatives address to an anti-fascist group known as antifa he also threatened her pets damn damn fido took l too he said he would have stolen my cats he called the police she called the police and he was arrested on three felony charges including felony stalking criminal threats and attempted extortion he also faces violating a five-year restraining order tesorio uh tesoriero got this year clearly he has a lot of screws loose uh she said i think a lot of this power has gotten into his head he has a lot of money now from campaign donations but he's not putting on the good use no he not and also uh people paying attention this is the shit that trump is stripping like people whoa whoa care whoa are you trying to tie the president of the you trying to tie the president of the united states to this story fuck yes what does this story have to do with trump everything 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 he wants to strip women of their fucking right of being safe wow well i i'm gonna be honest i don't see what this got to do with trump at all this is just one lone wolf crazy man lone wolf my ass it's a lot of other women that have fed, have faced and a lot of men too people people are fucking insane when it comes to stalking well i disagree now let me finish this article please okay how about you disagreeing navarro has managed to make more than one million dollars in campaign dollars uh from supporters of president donald trump by opposing waters oh you don't say oh so you mean it's a direct tie to trump but karen i take back everything i just said oh my goodness i can't believe i thought he was out here just lone wolfing it just mm-hmm. not tied to this administration mm-hmm. at all it's yeah. a direct correlation between it, him and the president it makes sense and the supporters of the president but well, who oh, would have thought that me as a result navarro has parlayed that into a failed campaign attempts in 2016 and 2018 where waters won by more than 50 percent <laughs> so even get his ass kicked but he's just funding the money to like be an asshole and stalk his ex despite the losses he announced he'll run again in 2020 why not it's free money these dummies will keep giving you money to do something you're gonna fail at he has denied any wrongdoing and blamed it on the way men are treated unjustly in this country i'm telling see what once again a rich man who gets millions of dollars you in harassing that fucking woman you harassing her and her pets i just hope the law don't get involved because you know he going to jail karen yes a rich man like this straight there straight to jail like they always do like a speeding bullet straight there remember how derrick rose went to jail it was crazy Mm -hmm. don't get off on no exits Mm -mm. straight path is you know a rich man in america but nothing closer to going straight to jail than a rich man in america i tell my rich homies i say hey man stay listen stay safe okay i'm praying for you that's all hey prayers up for all my rich homies 
just because a, a woman says something doesn't mean it's true he said but there you go open and shut case and just because 55 women say something <laughs> still don't mean it's true bill cosby publicist is gonna come out just because 55 women say something don't make it true don't make it motherfucker i mean sense. are you stupid y'all just out here believing 55 women <laughs> i couldn't be me <laughs> couldn't be your boy who does belong in jail then i mean is, who's been who's actually been found guilty in the court of law then that we would just go you know what they did it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i mean people do fuck up when you go well that's not jail worthy but yeah sometimes you go you need to go to jail half of u.s businesses make workers sign non-compete agreements that's a lot yeah yeah which is sad but yeah they make them sign that because people change job the average person stays at a job from three to five years and and five years is actually too long most people change jobs every few years so they like you can't be hopping over to competitors sharing our secrets and a lot of these companies probably got burnt by their competitors exercising some ideas that they've had in the boardroom mm, interesting thought half of u.s businesses ask at least some of their workers to sign so-called non-compete agreements which limit where or whom they can work for in the future um according to a study published tuesday by economic policy institute a liberal leaning think tank think tank will try saying that 12 times fast nearly a third of businesses 31.8 percent ask all of their workers to sign non-competes regardless of their job duties or pay yeah and the thing about it i understand but that's fucked up because now if i quit if i want to so now you're basically limiting my income you're limiting where i can work and where i can get my next job if i want to stay in the same field like you're actually limiting my money and my guess is they don't even enforce this right my guess is they what they what is really about is if we find some we would rather have the leverage than not because you know most people go and do whatever the fuck they want to anyway most people don't even read that bullshit yeah but in case something happened or they feel like their idea is uh taken or some shit like that they could be like well we can do an investigation and you and you if we find out it's you we got the right to sue you know like i doubt that the manager from cadova is following the ex-employee all the way to, to chipotle being like this motherfucker in here making burritos Mm-hmm. no bitch you know that's in the non-compete you can't work in no more burrito related activities your ass is getting sued like i, yeah. I guarantee you they're not suing everybody no, but it's certain jobs probably too well what i was thinking because you kind of said this earlier but what i'm thinking is that it's not necessarily them doing it to try to limit where you can go i don't think they're enforcing it i think it's about we have the power so why not that makes sense what's the worst bargaining bargaining position to be in you need a job we got said job we can put anything on this fucking agreement you're gonna probably be like okay i'm not reading all this shit and fine right because they know you don't walk in there with a fucking lawyer you know like you're like that's a position where you're thinking to yourself i'm going to you know i'm i'm planning to be here for how like you're not planning to not be there you're not planning to never work in that industry again you know so i I do feel like that and then you know and there's only certain positions where it really might be some sort of either moral or legal quandary you know there's people uh uh you know you work in it you work in uh sales you work in um you're the person that comes up with um you work in security so there might be a like hey 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 we can't have 
you know you were in charge of our security and now you're going to work for you know some other company that that deals in security and blah blah blah. like i might understand it in that way if it really came down to protecting your business but for the most part i'm like i don't like i don't i think they're just asking people to do it because they got the power to do it i'm not even really sure that they shouldn't be able to do it with those other things i just named you know what i mean like unless you can truly hurt that business i just don't see why you shouldn't be able to get a job in the same industry correct correct a lot of times they're like oh we just want to blackball you out of this industry right and it keeps people from changing jobs correct which is one of the big ways that people make more money the people change jobs all of a sudden you're getting a higher salary at the new job hey you won right well what if and what do people look for when they try to hire you at a new job industry experience it's one of the biggest things is hey you are you've been working in this industry for a while cool uh while non-competes are more common for certain jobs top executives routinely sign these agreements for instance they exist in every industry nearly one-third of construction companies ask all their workers to sign non-competes as do a quarter of retail companies and 14 percent of companies in the leisure and hospitality industry so what kind of shit is that right amazon requires its temporary workout warehouse workers to promise not to support any product or service that competes or is intended to compete with any product or service so offered or otherwise provided by amazon for 18 months after their employment ends how's that even possible y'all niggas sell and do everything everything my nigga like they i caught you selling lemonade on the side of the street you know we sell lemonade at amazon i think you're gonna have to go to court uh <laughs> uh yeah they said cushman and wakefield last year sued a former janitor for going to work cleaning another company's offices both companies retreated after news accounts emerged of their actions what right because that's fucking dumb it's literally like because you have the power you got to do it there's nothing a janitor can fucking do yeah that's why i said it shouldn't be for everybody it's just certain positions the average person doesn't have enough power nor knowledge to actually fucking affect your goddamn company like did you walk in the offices of the competing company it was like hmm over here procter and gamble and wait a minute i'm just dumping that fucking trash what the fuck I'm, wait, a, what? wait wait a fucking minute do you see that look at the way the yeah. knot is tri- tied on that trash can. am i being petty you see the way that knot is tied on that trash can that is our proprietary janitorial services of it who the hell tied this knot on this trash can oh my god it's jerome so this is what you've been up to jerome mm-hmm. but you know what they had to stop after they were fucking embarrassed by people going oh, what the fuck you you y'all going back up with a goddamn janitor look at how he got this throw up off of the ground with these wood chips only jerome does that and that is a pure <laughs> procter and gamble <laughs> proprietary intellectual property okay nobody else is sweeping it up like this okay now i'm gonna see you in court jerome because you're getting a little too goddamn cute all right what are they paying you 17 dollars over here what was we we were giving you 15 dollars an hour this is how you repairs wow for 18 months i thought you wasn't supposed to be able to do this that's a a long ass time to be like you can't do nothing else my nigga it's a miracle we even in business right so now i gotta change fucking fields jerome your ass is out of here um (laughs) damn what i can't even imagine something that petty uh but yeah uh let's see uh in fact non-competes are more common for higher paying jobs that demand higher education the majority of workers subject to these agreements are hourly workers according to research by evan Starr. so you're not even talking about you got a 
salaried position you ain't talking about people to be in the board meetings actually talking about shit that's going to impact everybody you're talking about like your normal regular ass workers among employers paying an average of 22.50 an hour or more more than 36 percent had all their workers sign non-competes uh among those paying 13 an hour or less 29 percent did which is still a ridiculous amount right defenders of non-compete agreements argue that companies spend a lot of time money to hire and train workers and that preventing those people from going to a competitor encourages the employer to invest more heavily in training or develop new products and services but research has shown the opposite of course because it's like now you can't go nowhere so we can treat you like shit that's what happens because they know you can't go anywhere workers subject to these restrictions tend to stay in jobs longer but also earn less than their unencumbered colleagues right right because that logic doesn't even make sense yeah now that we done trapped you and you can't go nowhere now we expect you to get the best treatment yeah it's like it's like how most people imagine marriage yeah well now that i got a ring on your finger i'm done trying good luck bitch <laughs> i won you know what i mean <laughs> dishes <laughs> i hope you weren't thinking that was gonna happen never <laughs> like this doesn't even make sense obviously the ability to leave is the thing that makes people be like well let me make sure i'm treating you good you you can fucking get up and die get up and leave any day because companies do not care companies aren't people they aren't required to have any moral compass um so why are these workers restrict restrictions so common one school of thought says companies impose conditions because they can the thing that blows your mind is how common these agreements are in low-wage workplaces. That, undersc- what, what, that underscores that it is not really about protecting trade secrets, Mm-mm. but about employers wanting to exert their power to workers' detriment, she said. Boosting that theory is the fact that about a third to half non-competes are sprung on workers. Right. They learn about the non-competes after they've accepted the job and often on the first day of work at that point you don't have any bargaining power you've accepted the job and turned down other offers that's likely a reason why 90 percent of workers who sign non-competes say they attempted to negotiate it in any way uh they attempted to negotiate it in any way according to the, another study uh some states have moved to restrict non-compete agreements and have been and have seen pay increases as a result after the state of oregon banned the use of non-compete agreements for hourly workers in 2008 average wages for all workers rose three percent right and they don't want to fucking pay that's they have to pay then you have to you would get true competition hawaii's right it's socialism for companies and rugged individualism for uh the the, the average person right and guess what you have to fucking treat them better then because you start treating people like shit they'll fucking leave like the government will work for the companies and be like yeah yeah y'all can restrict employees so they can't leave your company and work in a similar field uh but what about me as a individual this is hurting my money uh good luck i guess i mean at least you got a job please sell my bootstraps fucking luck. hawaii's ban on non-competes for high-tech workers led to an average of four percent wage increase for all new hires wow uh because only a subset of workers are subject to these restrictions these figures suggest that the impact of a non-compete on an individual worker is much higher to the tune of 14 to 21 percent raise according to star uh the ftc is currently reviewing a petition to ban- oh well never- they don't have the money for that trump trump uh i'm sure trump cut that budget so yep maybe if we yeah, had ought to be a federal law to be like y'all can't fucking do this to your hourly employees yeah maybe we get like a you know a democrat in office or something maybe something will happen but until then i mean yeah probably fucked 
uh florida teacher suspended for washing out a student's mouth with hand sanitizer she allegedly stated you need to have your mouth washed out with soap that's not soap a florida middle school teacher will be suspended for 10 days after investigation found she put hand sanitizer in the student's mouth that's all my nigga the teacher goyette duhart was accused of putting hand sanitizer in a child's mouth on an occasion in october 2019 duhart a science teacher admitted to holding a bottle of hand sanitizer to the student's mouth after he kept talking in class but claimed the child pumped sanitizer into his mouth she stated you need to have your mouth washed with soap according to an executive summary submitted to prompt man what i feel okay i know i'm not supposed to say this i'm so sorry y'all to let y'all down as a woke person but i feel for the teachers because these little motherfuckers got to be driving you crazy before you get to the point where you really even if it was a joke and you didn't mean to do it which let's be honest she meant to do it but but to even get to the point where it's like this nigga drive me so crazy i'm gonna threaten to put hand sanitizer in his mouth that little motherfucker must have been talking boy he must have been talking i ain't saying it's right and i'm not defending teacher saying it's okay i'm just saying the level of crazy you have to get to for that to be a good you had idea enough. it's like that it's like in that Roondocks episode where that teacher went crazy because riley kept saying nigga yeah. in class right like man it must have been a tough day can a nigga get a fry of course a nigga can't get a fry how a nigga gonna borrow a fry uh but yeah the student spat out the sanitizer and left the classroom when he returned to class he said do i allow him to wash out his mouth it was i was really unaware that anything occurred until he left duhart told investigators he returned to the class and i allowed him to wash out his mouth the school district concluded the allegation against her was substantiated because the other kids like she pumped that shit of course a room full of fucking kids yes the suspension is set to begin march 12th i mean but who you gonna believe her or the kids i mean let's be honest y'all okay as a rich man oh wait she's just a regular she's oh, a, oh she's a poor woman a, reg, a regular oh never mind she okay she did it she did it a regular normal ass teacher yeah i'm so glad i don't have no kids i'm, I'm very thankful i don't have no me kids. too because my kid would definitely need his mouth washed out with soap okay because <laughs> no I, I would have him cussing up a storm okay Mm-mm. You never had your mouth washed out with soap? No, sir. Mm-mm. Have you? Yeah, actually. not No joke. I did. Oh. When I was in uh, kindergarten, I believe, I think I was cussing. And the teacher, uh, actually, I, have, I, I think it might happen twice. No, 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 no. I think it happened twice. So one time I was just cussing or something. Or I, it said something inappropriate. She washed my mouth out with soap. It's terrible. And then another time, um, I bit this boy's finger because he put his finger in my face. And I got my mouth washed out with soap. Which is probably for the best. I mean, I, you know, sanitary reasons. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that definitely happened to me. No, I've had soap in my mouth like you showering or something. Soap falling in your mm-hmm. mouth and this soap is terrible tasting. It's different when someone, it hit different when they put it in your mouth, Karen. I better do it. I guess that's what she said, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so school district concluded that it was substantiated. Suspension said to begin March 12th, but Duhart is appealing. She remains reassigned out of the school pending the outcome of the investigation. She fucking appealing out of the goddamn kids, a lot, all the kids is fucking lying, bitch. I'd appeal myself. I'm not getting this on my permanent record, okay? We all know school is the only place your permanent record matters. And so, as a teacher, that's the place you work, you gotta fight it okay 
yeah i'm glad i ain't got no kids i'm just glad she's not a rich man she would have already been convicted okay no appeals necessary poor rich man you know feel so bad for him what's wrong with you what poor rich man that's have you not been paying attention to this news Mm-mm. harvey weinstein is a political he's prisoner going to you're going to jail that's what i'm saying he's a political prisoner Mm-mm. and he's about to be Mm-mm. possibly killed in jail Mm-mm. go to jail you know i didn't want to pull out the big joker care but you know who else just happened to mm. a man who happens out of last name epstein they killed him in prison care a rich man framed by the government and thrown in jail and murdered you sure and murdered okay so we're gonna have to stop you know this is we not that kind of podcast y'all okay what we don't want to see rich men framed innocent rich men going to prison i thought we was all on the same page Uh, 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 what are we talking about here the true victims of our society are rich men no they're not you could be rich and that's fine you could be a man and you're doing okay but if you're a rich man that target on your back it's a miracle with so many rich men in this country honestly because i they're brave they are they are on the not, front not that they can't be a victim and shit like that but we're talking about situations where evidences came out you know we don't went to court yeah they're on the front lines of the battle of social justice mm-hmm. rich men whatever they don't they don't give a damn about your black ass Mm-mm. sometimes i just see a rich man in public and i walk over and i i just say man i, I hope you're okay you know rich lives matter to me karen rich men lives matter okay so we need to go out here and support these men all right i'm gonna get me a shirt rich rich men lives matter trying to get fucked up sir (laughs) it's true victims get that shirt if you want to this this new you know these hate crimes against rich men oh it's getting crazy it's getting crazy airline damage or lose an average of 26 wheelchairs a day that again the largest u.s airlines damage or lost an average a daily average of 26 wheelchairs and scooters used by disabled passengers in december according to a report championed by a lawmaker who lost both legs while serving in iraq what is what what is we doing with these wheelchairs roll you know when, when you go onto the plane we just roll them off the edge with a right. plane you just like fuck it oh that thing that uh the connect thing, connect yeah, connect to the plane right do y'all just somebody have fun and be like woo roll them off roll them off on the top back the fuck you is would, this you would think they would have like a training or something right for how to handle this correct and repair them and be sure particularly at your larger airports you need hundreds possibly thousands of these all the people moving around at an airport at one time from december 4th to december 31st the 12 largest carriers damaged or lost 701 passengers wheelchairs and scooters according to the first report of its kind that's not even a month from the u.s transportation department uh u.s senator tammy duckworth who sustained massive injuries in a black hawk helicopter that was shot down in iraq in 2004 wrote language into last year's federal aviation administration funding bill requiring airlines to report the wheelchair information the report issued this month by the agency represents the first month that airlines were required to report the information duckworth said she was inspired to write the requirement after airlines broke two of her wheelchairs and lost numerous parts for other wheelchairs and they don't fix them or pay them or nothing they're like fuck it 
i know from personal experience that when an airline damages a wheelchair is more than a simple inconvenience it is complete loss of mobility and independence it was the equivalent of taking my legs away from me again she said in a statement no air traveler should be left in the alert in the lurch and mobile on a plane right uh, a law that requires airlines to report loss or damaged wheelchairs was first approved by the obama administration but was put on hold by the trump administration i wonder oh, why would they even do that hmm. Hmm. interesting uh as part of a larger effort to reduce government regulations the report said that the 12 largest airlines handled more than thirty-two thousand wheelchairs and scooters in a 27 day period and lost or damaged 701 of them or more than two percent so i guess if you're looking at a percentage wise it's like well 98 percent of the uh wheelchairs and scooters uh were handled correctly or not damaged now the problem being that obviously you are talking about someone's mobility here this isn't like even damaging the suitcase you know what i mean this literally is like well this is how i get around yeah and i'm pretty sure you have some uh, airports where the numbers are larger than others <laughs> yeah. you know so it's like okay is this one airport y'all just fucking y'all shit up get your shit together well not just that but like they can do better because think about how many people put their pets on a plane right you know what i mean throughout throughout the uh throughout the country in this in the same time period if they had a 98 percent chance of your pet being undamaged people would be like that's unacceptable fucking minds you know and here we are talking about essentially someone's mobility so yeah uh we taking a number of steps to meet the new reporting requirements and continue to improve our process to ensure our team members have the tools they need to properly handle and track wheelchairs and assisted devices said american airline spokesman curtis blessing adding that the carrier is still working to protect perfect the system for counting wheelchairs yeah you i mean they don't want to pay but you probably could have like a gps a tracker or some shit on it to actually keep a track of them a beeper or like a like something a tag something and airlines don't have to report how much uh baggage they they move and and so there's no comparison to make to baggage which the article brought up but i'm saying i don't think baggage is necessarily the accurate prepare like accurate comparison because you're talking about someone's mobility so like i said maybe pets maybe how often you put you know passengers like if two percent of passengers getting on and off a plane was like well you got on the plane fine and then when you got off you got a limp people will be like this is unacceptable yes if all of a sudden two percent of passengers is with fucking missing the fuck is this yeah like y'all comparing the shit to to luggage and it's like no this is much more important than just if you fucking lost my luggage i can wait on my luggage or you know i can buy some more pants or whatever but you know this is my mobility right if i was if i'm in the two percent of people that got missing or all of a sudden don't come back a hundred percent i'm gonna be highly upset yeah um after a two-year-old i mean two year after a six-year-old girl acted out of control in school she was involuntarily committed to a mental health facility the mother of six-year-old nadia king is considering a lawsuit after an elementary school child crisis provider invoked the state's baker act placing the girl at a behavioral health center for 48 hours without her mother's consent martina falk nadia's mother says her daughter has adhd and global development delay a term for children who've been who take longer to reach developmental milestones such as walking or talking 
she's awaiting testing for asperger syndrome she performs on the three to four year old level falk tells tom saying that this is uh making it hard for her to communicate that she, what she experienced while committed for 48 hours at the mental health facility she says mommy i don't want another shot it's very scary because i'm afraid of what happened to her yeah um also like six even if she had the cognitive abilities of a six-year-old or whatever a regular normal functioning six-year-old you don't do that bullshit yeah like you don't have to call her mom or anything what 48 my, my child is fucking missing for 48 hours and, and without my consent and i don't goddamn no bitch i'm burning this motherfucker down how do you find out uh will you come pick your child up or do they call you at your job for that so uh hey it's uh the guidance counselor at your, at your child school just wanted to let you know here down at love grove elementary you know where we love all the kids uh you don't need to come pick it the good news is got some good news bad news good news is you don't need to come pick it not up today so you know if you got some plans for the afternoon feel free to go ahead and and just you know maybe stop in for a drink at happy hour today all right oh and the bad news um we just committed her to a mental health facility for 48 hours all right we'll talk to you in a couple days bye right for 48 hours see you at the pta meeting and you don't think you're gonna get a goddamn lawsuit from me yes you will according to an incident report by jacksonville sheriff's department officers responded to a call from a social worker at love grove elementary school uh in jacksonville florida february 4th a social worker there said nadia was a threat to herself and others that had been destroying school property attacking staff and was out of control a statement was from a statement from the school district duval county public schools shared with local news outlet action news jackson uh says the school officials follow protocol by calling child guidance a crisis care provider and that it was a mental health counselor from child guidance who made the baker act decision not the school officials the district did not respond to time's request for comment the incident report states that nadia's mother was notified that her daughter was being transported falk and her attorney tell time that falk was not notified until after the baker act had been invoked and was not given a say as to whether or not her daughter should be committed uh nadia was taken to a river point behavioral center an 82 bed treatment center that specializes in mental health substance abuse and dual diagnosis services river point uh accepts patients of all ages under provisions of the baker act the baker act is a florida law that allows individuals to be involuntarily institutionalized if the individual is believed to be mentally ill and poses a threat of serious bodily harm to themselves or others uh fog waited for several hours at the facility before she had a chance to see her daughter who she says was sedated so they can drug your baby and before you can even see her see see and and, and see and see that, that 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 that's the problem the problem is that you invoked this you did not give me a chance to talk to my child now if i would have consented to it it would have been a whole nother story but you did this without my consent you sedated my child my child was kept in for fucking 48 hours against her will and it's supposed to be all good who the fuck are you protecting who the baby's six 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 years old what kind of damage can a child at do i mean i'm not trying to feel like what what kind of real damage can because i know a child can do do all types of things don't get me wrong but the baby's six you mean to tell me that this was the thing that actually made the most sense to actually just be like lock this child up first of all they're treating her like a rich man okay which is one of the things i don't understand 
okay this is a little poor girl and y'all are treating her like she's some type of rich man just throwing her in jail already how does that make sense okay (laughs) that's crazy to me um now the other thing i think too is that um if i can be serious for a second this is also a side effect or product byproduct of the fact that we and i know some people can't tell from the jokes in the series but this is a side effect from prison the prison industrial complex this is a side effect from Mm -hmm. from the fact that we want to turn these schools into holding places that are just essentially if you're either on track for school educating in the way that we say you're educated and you do all the things the tasks that we say you do or you go to jail and you know the fact that the police were even involved in this decision the fact that um they didn't reach out to her mother till after a decision was made after the fact that she's a six-year-old girl at school and there's no recourse for this you would think at minimum i'm gonna call the mom and be like listen we're this is what we're thinking about doing we would you come down here see your child because it's i'm i'm not trying to make it sound because i understand these are difficult situations i don't i didn't see the whatever the tantrum was i don't know how sustained it was i don't know if she was hitting other kids i don't know all the details of it right but literal bullies have been in school forever and they don't go to fucking they don't do this they don't send them to the mental health facility they could beat you up for your lunch money and it's like a talking to maybe some in school suspension or something right but um what i find interesting is like this process played out for a six-year-old like okay we don't want to be responsible for sending her to anything or whatever so we'll call the police we'll call the mental health resource person we'll outsource it to them we'll say hey we don't want to be responsible right we'll say hey you made the call not us go ahead and take her to the facility we'll call the mother we'll inform her afterwards so she can't be mad or tell us not to do it and then we'll say if you want to see your daughter go down to this facility and wait a few hours and then you can see your daughter she'll be sedated without your permission like there's like the 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 shit starts ticking like the system starts ticking and moving without your consent immediately Mm -hmm. like if you like even if you knew like i bet you money if i took if i told this mother if you put your child in this school there's a chance some someday she'll be in a mental health facility sedated and you won't get to see her until afterwards she'd be like well of course i don't want my kid to go to that school right but how many other parents at this school didn't even know this was a fucking thing didn't know it was a goddamn rule you know and definitely not without your consent i mean you would think the minimum is your consent because like i said i would and i'm not saying it's necessarily the same because i'm sure a parent can abuse this too but right if a parent said i came down to the school my child was just so out of control she was uh threatening to harm herself threatening to harm other kids and stuff i didn't even know what to do said you know what it's okay send her to the facility because you, i'll i'll go with y'all or whatever parents consent like i would understand that i just because that's like a tough thing and i think a parent who loves a child and because these facilities do exist for a reason i'm not trying right. to say like you know everyone in this facility you know like no nah, i get it but i guarantee you like if if a mom was there to give that consent i would feel totally different about it me too because the assumption is going to be that her mom at least has her best interest in mind and maybe this is just a untenable situation right and she knows her child right 
but the fact that she didn't even get that opportunity and you told her afterwards that don't feel right nope it does not feel right body camera footage released thursday by the jacksonville sheriff's office shows nadia being escorted out of love grove and placed in the backseat of a police car on her way to be involuntary committed in the footage nadia appears calm as a female officer hold her hand holds her hand and leaves her off the canvas she's been actually very pleasant right very pleasant one unidentified officer can be her saying to another officer i think they're pushing the button because when i got here she's been so cooperative with me for the security uh for your security we sent a confirmation email i don't know what this means uh nadia is now receiving temporary funding to attend a school that specializes in teaching children with autism fox said this is this is what we do man the cogs that don't fit within the system have to be fucking expelled like you can't there is no adjustment and i think low-key this is also part of stripping budgets for teachers stripping budgets for schools putting too many kids in a classroom for a teacher and shit because then you end up with teachers that can't do all this shit you know the classroom's too They're much not equipped one kid requires a little bit more attention and time than these other kids they throw then they gotta go track. then they gotta either go to like some type of detention situation some type of uh you know some type of special school or something or like yeah it's it's never good like the the, the kids that don't fit gotta go and we just put them all in the like problem category in 2017-2018 fiscal year the last uh for which records are available children made up 17.53 percent of all baker act involuntary examinations 18 percent basically children make up all the involuntary baker act reporting uh uh involuntary examinations and a lot of questions a who invoked this how many of them are black and brown how many of them are black female like i just i i i i i, I want the demographic of this breakdown because that shit matters because that's a very high percentage and i guarantee you most of my black and brown children you might have some white ones mixed in here or there but most of these are black and brown children because we are automatically considered guilty we're considered violent our children are considered violent so the second because you don't look at uh, black and brown children as human beings so the second they do anything you don't like it's automatically you invoke this and 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 send them there against their parents will how can you do this against a parent's will and and you just think this shit is okay and who's more likely to end up in these situations is black and brown children you know like we already know that our children are disciplined at a higher rate you know we already know that teachers view like a question uh, inquisitive uh, precocious black child is considered unruly right you know like oh no 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 this kid's a class kind of he's got to be disciplined kids they're much quicker to pull the trigger on sending a kid to detention or something when they're black or brown um yeah so that's thirty six thousand and seventy eight children who are involuntarily committed and examined at a mental health facility statewide involuntary involuntary examinations increased nearly 19 percent for children over the five years prior to 2017 now falk and raganel reeves her attorney are calling for changes to the act in its implementation they're asking that florida school districts implement better protocols and ensure parents are notified before the baker act is invoked and that children under 10 years old only be subject to the act under extreme circumstances yeah i just if you i don't understand how there's body camera footage of the child acting calm and then you still have to go through this process right right it's it's, it's almost like it's it's the shit that, that that infuriates me all this the, the these flat rules they don't want any nuance so they have these flat rules and they apply regardless there, there's no common sense 
they act like at any time any adult could have stepped in but they was like nope we have started the process and the process has to go to the end because we want to take the thinking out of it yes it's more that zero tolerance shit right you know um the other thing i have to wonder at this point too if there's not a punitive feeling behind it if there's not a punitive motivation behind it like i want to make this child have a traumatic event because they didn't act correctly in my class so instead of me saying hey you know in school suspension hey detention hey you gotta go to the principal's office and we're gonna call your mom instead of doing all of that shit what i'm gonna do is essentially have you sent to a mental health facility for for a couple days and then next time you'll know how to act when you get to my class i wonder if that's the impulse behind it yeah wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't I, I, be I'm, yeah yeah i'm sorry to to even have to speculate mm-hmm. that but how the fuck yeah, you trying to not, behavior like how can you not speculate that you know and i'm not sure 100 percent of the race of this girl but she look like a little black girl to me that's my assumption that so you know <laughs> the the because like i said you wouldn't tweet quote unquote becky like this you would have called her goddamn mama uh there's not a lot of litigation out there and that's why these schools have been so emboldened to invoke the baker act says reese and the fact that it's increased in the last five years also feels interesting it, it tells you listen it tells you something the, the 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 president has told everybody it's okay so all this shit has ramped up in various different ways well it's also like the non-compete agreement well because we have this power let's use it because we have it um we really we do really want to get this case in court we don't think florida should be baker acting babies uh the duval county public schools district statement sent to action news jacksonville acknowledges that nadia was calm when officers arrived note that the officers in the video were not present during the events which motivated the school to call child guidance our crisis response care provider the police officers were also not present when child guidance was intervening with the student it was a mental health counselor from child guidance not the police officer or school personnel who made the baker act decision i still i just don't i don't understand. give a fuck so first of all it sounds like you did your job child guidance provider when you calmed her down if she was calm then stop the process at, right at any time anybody could have stepped in and stopped this but because you have the fucking zero tolerance and because nobody wants to take accountability, nobody wants to take responsibility, you just let the wheels of the process tick. In the footage, Nadia can be heard asking for snacks, asking when she'll see her mom, and if she's going to jail. No, you're not going to jail. You're not a bad person. You're not going to jail, said one officer. <sighs> the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, man. Just the fact you put a little black girl in a motherfucking back of a police car is already trauma like fuck you <laughs> come on a hundred i don't know if we plan or not but it's a hundred yeah i wasn't even trying to play the game but yeah it's obviously a hundred it's, it's that's terrible it's definitely uh fucking with black people that, of course oh my god jesus christ mm-hmm. yeah that's why i you know i'll just side i'm so glad we don't have kids because i really don't know how i would respond or react in these particular situations uh yeah I'm, but the, you know what i don't it's not even about um us having kids or not that bother like i your child is gonna be have that's what you here for correct is your child is gonna have different things that happen and, and if you're doing your job you here to intervene and to help and everybody the same way you know 
i had in my opinion i had two great parents and i still had things happen you know that's just that's life but life is gonna happen to your child but the just you know it just fucking sucks that any child whether it's mine or not right it just fucking sucks that 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 we have to put our kids out into this world like this you know what i mean that that um and and i know it's not explicitly stated but to me i can't imagine this not i can't imagine this happening if she's not black right i just can't you know and maybe i mean like i said the picture she looks she presents to me as a, like a biracial or, or light-skinned black girl so yeah it's it's fucking terrible man you know um hate to bring the show down like that but fuck man you know I, and that was one of those videos I decided not to watch when I saw it online because I was oh, like, I'm I didn't just know gonna be video. mad. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna be mad. I don't so, do video. I believe you. I believe you. I ain't got to see it. Right. I looked at the headline. I, I just I wanted to talk about it on the show just just because uh you know I think it it relates to the criminal justice system mm-hmm. and justice in quotes obviously and uh one of the problems with the fact that we uh incarcerate so many people is that we we start looking at every problem as a nail uh that needs to be hammered down right even children six-year-old children we're right because you want to break them young the earlier you break them the more they likely to get in line with the system or just i don't even know if they think that far about i'm breaking you i really think they just don't think much of our lives no they don't, I don't and think they, they but think but, much of, i don't even but think they want like, you to understand that at a very early age that's why i say they want to break you okay yeah maybe they do maybe that's what it is i i don't think they consider us that that much i think they really just be like uh you're out of my classroom that that's as far as every person in that situation that's as far as they fucking thought i think that well, it's not my problem anymore well it's not my problem either the teacher well you're not my problem anymore you're the child guidance counselor person guidance counselor person well you're not my problem anymore you're the police people problem police you're not our problem anymore you're the mental health facility people problem because at the end of the day they can't no one in that situation can fucking imagine if that was their kid you know what i'm saying no like your life don't mean shit to them so to them it's like get the fuck on like uh psh, uh, you interrupted my other 29 students and uh you can get the fuck on out that that's true like that might not be their intentions but that's the end result yeah that's what happens correct you know what i'm saying we get broken but i don't even think they consider us enough to be like and now to break this motherfucker i don't even think they be thinking about us you know what i'm saying in general like i said i think my a lot of the anger and stuff that i carry about racism and stuff and you know i read a lot of stuff it's not about them specifically some insidious like white person sitting around going i hate niggers <laughs> like that that is out there obviously mm-hmm. but as much it's much more insidious than that it's the fact that the shit is set up so much you don't even have to think about that the system you're just doing it all day just every fucking action you take is kind of like fuck these niggers fuck these niggers fuck these mm-hmm. niggers without it, you even fucking thinking about it and it runs like clockwork and it's yeah. designed to run like that and that's why you have a system that runs like this and individual people that actually benefit from the system going i don't see nothing wrong with the system yes because it doesn't fucking affect you right i would like you said i would love to know those fucking numbers me too i would love to know those fucking numbers because they matter because they ain't sending them school shooters up there no they ain't sending them lone wolves up there and shit like what the fuck you know fuck out of here man 
um all right this is obviously pretty terrible yes fuck with black people 100 yeah so we need to do something a little lighter i don't want to play the game no more it's time to to get into something a little more positive a little more upbeat guys because i can't do this all day Mm -mm. all right let's try to move into some white people news okay white people here living fantastic lives and i would like some of that okay they're living their best lives Mm -hmm. and we always start white people news oh wait i hit the wrong button with a cover of their music let me see if i can I think I shared the wrong screen. Hold on. I stopped just give it a second no
god mm, there's some sex ass zombies <laughs> the walking dead need to use this oh that is a and come on through with that red dress with the slits on the side okay i didn't want to say it but hello thickness okay. come on through hello mayor sykes okay new fan okay come on oh uh, i've never heard the original zombies by the cranberries you never heard the original Mm-mm. i feel like everybody's heard nah, unless i don't didn't pay no attention i mean it don't sound like that exactly i mean oh, okay because i'm like i couldn't pick that's up obviously on it. um that's obviously slower and, and sexier oh much sexier hello but uh but oh my i do declare this is getting i mean more. she got a full piece band you got a drummer <laughs> a guitar piano and some of them playing a trumpet is it getting uh warm in here is it just this dress okay uh put on that red dress as they say come on uh but now nah, i feel like you've heard the original because it's just it's been it was everywhere i mean it's a good song too I get to the chorus. You don't remember that? Yes, I remember that. But okay. but but I think the way she sang it, it's like a completely. She took she took the zombies and was like, you know what? Let's go on a slow jam. Look, she put some uh some cinnamon on there and some brown sugar, and she like rubbed it in and mm-hmm. let it marinate. Okay, mm-hmm. she dipped it in some honey. Okay, she brined that shit. Okay, oh uh, thank you uh thank Maya, you baby maya coming through i don't know mm. i ain't even mad at you i like that mm-hmm. uh before we get into this uh white people news gotta talk about the stuff trump's been up to that's y'all's man we didn't vote for him white people did uh, i only have three things because i haven't been covering a lot of it Mm-mm. uh julian assange lawyer claims congressman offered pardon on behalf of trump in exchange for him saying russia had nothing to do with the election just another corrupt actionable thing that uh he will not be penalized for because the american public does not have the will for it and the american public elected the majority of these people in our um who are sitting in the senate right now y'all better fucking vote Mm -hmm. because y'all don't think voting matters all right uh russia is interfering in 2020 election to help donald trump well if they got away with it in 2016 why wouldn't they come back around too why it wouldn't even make sense for them to be like well we're definitely not gonna do the thing that worked Mm-mm. and lastly space force general david thompson i can't believe space force is a fucking thing right, right. And not like an adult swim Listen, cartoon fuck, it does it does sound like like that 2020 <laughs> what was that 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 one where they was underneath the water sea lab 20 yes. <laughs> yes it's fucking ridiculous like that show 
underneath the sea lab underneath the water mm-hmm. of the sea lab that ought to be the fucking thing to them i swear there's like four people that that, that fuck with that <laughs> right everybody's going the fuck i'm like what is he talking about that shit was my jam bizarro bizarro <laughs> yep face goes coast to coast <laughs> yes oh man i fucked with sea lab so hard anyway space force general david thompson says that shit don't even sound real it just sounds fucking made up he says don't join space force if you want to go to space because <laughs> 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 they got a lot of people that was like i want to go to space i'll join you 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 want to go to space you need to be a fucking astronaut people that can't be right can't. I, I believe that I, because people are that dumb because they're going by the name and they assume that they're going to be going to space yeah I, I i could i could see the dummies doing that yes they probably had a lot of people signed up and they was like we're not going to space no bitch but i don't want to join because they don't want to do the work in the heart work in dedication and learn says he didn't get into the role to fulfill the dream of going to space and neither should anyone else how how do you make sense dog don't join the nba if you want to play basketball because that's crazy okay i didn't join to play basketball and neither should you what 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 do you mean i need to be taller than five two we were thinking more about being like a you know a ground-based space force you know what i'm saying like we would do like you know maybe like some earth i mean the earth, the earth technically is in space you know we're, yeah we're in the solar system i mean if you think about it we all are already in space we occupy a space you know what i'm saying yes many yes. of us in go online yes. and we could be like in safe spaces you know what i'm saying so like we already i mean if you look at your keyboard you got a what space bar so if you look at it that way dog it's like you already in space so like why even join this you know what i'm saying so like it's like you already achieved your dream so like just join us because uh we got to spend the money and trump 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 ain't paying no attention we just spending the money anyway we needed some military spending and this is the only way we was gonna get it okay right we fought all the battles on on the planet we just we're now occupying the space of 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 your mind mm-hmm. if you think about mm-hmm. the space of your brain is space yeah i could see dummies signing up for that thinking they was gonna go to space we taking up space in your head you see what i'm saying so we just you know space force here i am thinking it's gonna be some robotech shit they probably thought it was star trek you know they stole their symbol all right we're not getting no macross is it star trek star trek one of them they stole their symbol star trek is star trek basically the same thing it's just with a country accent so <laughs> My bad. you, you said no. the same thing twice i did um all right let's get into white people news guys time to get some refreshing lightning whitening if you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh let's see what are white people doing uh molly cyrus ooh, one of our faves in white people news um she walks arm in arm with australian beau cody simpson during west hollywood shopping trip oh okay. i love when the whites spend that money Ooh, what's cody known for uh cody simpson mm-hmm. uh i mean i don't can you know i don't know these people 
I just huh. I just get the articles. That's the whole gag. <laughs> I was about to say because I don't know who the hell Cody Simpson is. I was like, is he connected to another Simpson? I don't know. I think he's Jessica a, Simpson. I don't know. Marge Simpson's brother, maybe. <laughs> uh, the couple spent their first Valentine's Day together earlier this month. Uh, and on Monday, Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson proved their love was well and truly still alive during the shopping trip in west hollywood oh that's right because you know molly is like bye right you know because for a long for after she got uh divorced or slid up or whatever with that uh hemsworth wasn't she with that, yeah, hemsworth that fine young brother yes once she got split up from him uh she was out his you know uh slurping all the slopes okay she was she was uh she was uh, all up on she was all up on the women's for a minute and then i guess now she's back uh she's back to dicks you know uh the pop star 27 linked arms with her australian boyfriend 23 oh shit like i'm young mm-hmm. she robbing the cradle uh as they spent the day shopping for furniture and other goods the we can't stop songstress dressed for comfort invented in a vintage ramones t-shirt molly is so rock and roll guys isn't she Uh molly added to her edgy ensemble with a pair of high-waisted black trousers black heel boots and dark sunglasses she opted for minimal makeup and styled her blonde locks up in a messy bun um cody also kept things casual and a tiger print shirt yeah it's it's like a shirt you buy at one of them anime cons yes some loose fitting black jeans and brown got clouds on it and shit yes yeah i was missing is goku on the back of course brown van shoes molly's musician boyfriend rocked the sim oh he's a musician well good for him okay oh that man okay i was like he does something i'm assuming he did something well you know they they're the white the white's always up to something you know they got they got <laughs> they do things if you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. they got dreams and goals and accomplishments and it's very rare to see, you know, the 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 white famous people dating a non-famy. You know, I think maybe Molly brought a non-famous dude to the MTV Awards, and that was so embarrassing for her. You know, like I I don't think I think she's been off of the non-famous people ever since then. You know, you let a non-famous dude get some dig, give you some dig. It's like you can't. It's like you're lowering your standards. You can't ever get back to where you started. Aww. So I don't blame her for that. Um, uh yeah so cody also uh is a musician they're out and involved a trip to herberger's department store which you know none of us is rich enough to to know us in there right as molly captioned an instagram selfie of the pair always feel cool after a trip to herberger's with three z's because you know that's our girl uh the couple who have been dating since october appear to be going strong as they brave the constant rumors surrounding their status last august molly and her now ex-husband liam hensworth went public with their separation just eight months after marrying in december 2018 couldn't keep up with her they've been dating on and off since 2011 after their first meeting as teenagers molly is due to do the touchdown in australia next two weeks ahead of her headline performance at bushfire relief concert in melbourne's lakeside stadium on march 13th the event which takes place ahead of the australian grand prix has an all-star lineup including rapper lil nas x british dj c fontaine oh said fontaine about to be up in the shit why didn't you say so nigga give me get two tickets to australia mate and the pop duo the veronica's 
Oh, they got both the Veronicas on. I have. I only know Little Nas X. Uh, tickets for the World Tour Bushfire Relief Bushfire Relief fundraiser are on sale now at Ticket Tech, and with prices starting at one hundred sixteen dollars. You can go see DJ Cell Fontaine. Can you get one hundred sixteen? I'm good. Okay. Wow. I guess somebody doesn't care about the far the fires in the forest and shit in Australia. Wow. Well, hopefully our boy Wanga going. He can get some uh, autographs for us or something. You know Wanga going. And let us know how shit is going on. Uh, it's my guilty pleasure. Senator Chuck Schumer confirmed spending $8,600 on Junior's Cheesecake. Good God, it is good now, but that's a lot of money. It's real, really good. You had Junior's Cheesecake? Yes. The one in New York? Yes. With Puff Daddy, you know? Yes. Wow. It was that good? Yeah, yeah, um... I had it. Uh, I didn't realize that uh, that was was gonna be shipped. What told you I did the co uh, cheesecake for my coworkers, and mm-hmm. I and I just ordered the cheesecake that they had on there, and that was the, the cheesecake. Oh man, it was really really good. What you ain't bring none home? Uh, we we ate it. I'm sorry. Lord Jesus. Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer admitted Sunday that he has dropped almost $9,000 on his favorite cheesecake over the years, holding a platter of the rich dessert aloft at a news conference. Schumer responded to a New York Post report that said Federal Election Commission filings revealed he spent $8,600 on cheesecake from Junior's, a restaurant that boasts as the best cheesecake in New York over the course of a decade. Also over 10 years guilty as charged he said i love junior's cheesecake so much it's the best cheesecake in the world it's made in brooklyn and i've been going to junior since i've been a little boy it's my guilty pleasure he said he sometimes gives the cheesecakes out as gifts or to settle bets before handing out samples to reporters guilty as charged it's my guilty pleasure da, da, da. cnn confirmed that the fvc filings by from by the friends of schumer political action committee shows 93 entries for a junior cheesecake from 93 I mean, over a decade. Okay, and over a decade, that ain't bad. Like 10 times a year? Uh, from 2009 to 2016, payments range from $46 to $516.45. The purchases are listed as supporter acknowledgments. Uh, the po, what is, what's the acknowledgement? I mean, I'm acknowledging I'm supporting this cheesecake. Uh, the post calculated that Schumer brought the original New York plain cheesecake, which Junior says is his top seller, at its current price of $43.95. It will come to 196 cheesecakes. No matter how you slice it, Chuck is proud of his years of support for, for the downtown Brooklyn institution as Junior's Cheesecake, Schumer spokesman Angelo Rofaro told the post. Rofaro told CNN that no taxpayer money was used in the purchase of the desserts. How would he know? <laughs> he just told somebody just to buy it for the one. dollars got other people names on it like how the fuck you know uh how you paying for these senator oh i'm paying with taxpayer dollars today baby <laughs> <laughs> it's on the people of the united states <laughs> it's on it today all of them <laughs> yeah i'm gonna write this check out uh from the government to juniors for uh two of your finest cheesecakes please <laughs> two of the finest <laughs> yeah i'm not signing it chuck schumer i'm I'm gonna have to sign this house of uh uh senate leader i'm gonna have to sign the senate uh head of the senate because this ain't coming out of my account okay it's government's account um Tallulah willis gets an arm tattoo removed i was 20 and impulsive she says oh man Tallulah, Mm-mm-mm. they grow up so fast 
Tallulah Willis is saying goodbye to one of her tattoos on Monday. Tallulah, the daughter of actors Demi Moore and Bruce Willis, wow, revealed she has gotten a tattoo removed, sharing an Instagram photo of her arm in a white bandage. Now you do know Bruce and Bruce Willis and Demi Moore, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, those are actors. Now I know I know some white people. Might not know everybody, but there's some I know. Uh, tattoos are fun until they're spelled wrong. Not. Tallulah 26 catching the post which shows her inside laser away a laser hair and tattoo removal clinic in beverly hills california thankful that magic erasers for skein exist at laser way disclaimer my arms are burning as deep as my ego but it really does work that sounds like an ad did she did laser way say we'll get rid of your tattoo for free if you instagram it yeah wouldn't surprise me as for why she decided to remove the ink Tallulah told a fan i was 20 and impulsive Tallulah also explained (laughs) right i mean that's a whole different me i mean are we even really still (laughs) none of none of us are who we were six ago that's before trump come on thankful that magic uh uh, she's Tallulah uh said i was 20 and impulsive Tallulah also explained she didn't quite understand the word permanent at the time oh there go Tallulah and her arm um okay uh Tallulah's sister runner willis wait rumor willis also visited laser away when she had tattoos removed in 2017 feeling myself in these glasses at laser away thanks for zapping my tats hashtag i was young and crazy hashtag i still love them hashtag laser away oh yes this is an ad (laughs) rumor 31 wrote on instagram Tallulah's decision to get one of her tattoos removed comes after the previous after she previously opened up about regretting the ink back in 2016 uh may i ask about why you want okay uh during an interview with w magazine Tallulah told the publication i have 28 and i only regret one only a few of them have some deeper meaning to me most of them just felt like decor on the bod she said i can't stop getting them much to mama chagrin my favorite one is on my right arm it's the head of a creature scouter and i collaborated on when we were bored on an airplane in my impulsive way i decreed that i had to get it the moment i uh we landed which i did and thankfully it turned out pretty good she added so is that the one she got rid of all right well i can see why you need to get rid of that i mean it's a creature it's on your arm you know it's kind of and you regret it you know maybe she's not even friends with scouter who who was that again scouter scooter i don't know yeah so could be that um all right let's go to the next one emily rossum's fake cleavage almost falls out of her top as she films with martin freeman on the set of biopic angeline oh shit emily rossum was as completely transformed into a pneumonic pneumatic blonde angeline for filming of a four-part miniseries about the billboard queen this week the actress was spotted with massive prosthetic cleavage attached to her chest as she filmed with martin freeman in los angeles on monday so they don't have like a actually you know well endowed woman actress that could have played the part they had to go put fake titties on a on a less endowed actress interesting mm-hmm. her fake assets were barely contained in her pink mini dress as she perched on a pink corvette next to freeman who plays the owner of a printing company who partners with angeline on her early billboard campaigns i this is this is so wild i think i know martin freeman from black panther I think he's the white dude in Black Panther. He looks like it, don't he? I think that's him, right? Wasn't I he in think. like them them uh, Hobbit movies or something? 
he was in the hobby movies yes okay i don't know her but maybe it could be because she has all the prosthetics and the hair on the shit right but then also i don't even know who the fuck angeline is i i don't know now i know anime titties the hell is this i know (laughs) yeah luckily there's no young japanese boys around because they definitely be having one bead of sweat go down their face as they uh and then those will start bleeding they accidentally fall into her titties and then apologize <laughs> profusely right uh the miniseries to be available for streaming on peacock who the hell is a peacock gotta be some some nbc maybe it's based on a 2017 hollywood reporter story by gary Baum. the 33 year old actress looked unrecognizable in a bouncy blonde wig and shades as she got into character as the polish-born angeline real name renee goldberg martin 48 wore a brown wig pinstripe suit and couldn't stop grinning on the sun-drenched set angeline rose to prominence in the 1980s when she appeared on provocative billboards around los angeles and drove around hollywood in a pink corvette lucy cherniak is directing the series and emmy is uh executive producing with her husband mr robot creator sam esmail um that's the pink corvette and him looking close to the fake titties i mean that's a good job on the fake titties i mean even though this isn't like the finished product or Mm -hmm. whatever you know uh i mean they look kind of mannequin like from here but i'm assuming you know when you get on the uh once they get it on camera and right do the editing and yeah what if they make them bounce around like the dead or alive uh video game (laughs) that'd be fucking hilarious (laughs) just bouncing all over the place with their own like (laughs) Oh, zip code yeah also starring uh jefferson hall alex karpovsky charlie rowe lucas gage and michael and garano i don't know none of these white people Mm-mm. you know i don't <laughs> who the fuck are those people <laughs> was i supposed to be like oh shit word they got michael and garano over this bitch i mean put this on fx i'm watching <laughs> let me set the dvr to angeline oh they said the peacock nbc streaming channel okay oh uh, i was like the peacock what it sound like i just want to be sure they just i hope i don't sound ridiculous i don't know who this man is i mean he could be walking down the street i wouldn't i wouldn't know a thing sorry to this man jefferson hall is on vikings he plays the president of the angeline fan club he was spotted on set monday wearing a jazzy peach suit and a dark wig tarpovsky it was in girls will play a character based on bomb the thr journalist who lifted the lid on angeline's past role salvation plays a photographer behind some of angeline's famous billboard images gage who played an assassination uh assassination nation will play a filmmaker working on a documentary about angeline all these people really was working on a documentary about this woman and i don't know who the fuck she is mm, i have no earthly idea that's jefferson hall there no i don't know who that is Mm-hmm. uh like who the fuck is angeline peacock with nbc universe is which is nbc universal streaming platform is set to launch april 15th the subscribers of the comcast xfinity service on july 15th to the wider public emmy revealed last week that angeline herself would be executive producing the show in response the 80s icon called her hollywood fairy called her hollywood fairy and wrote good luck yeah the way they say in chat room she was basically la famous oh that would make sense because i'm going who oh so right you know good for her man it's good to see white people doing their thing you know 
they got enough going on against them with all the rich ones getting thrown in jail for sexual assaulting people so they got to get a break sometime karen <laughs> yeah uh men in kilts competition at bay area renaissance promises treat visitors say it's offensive oh promises what kind of treats treats to these treats to the dicks for the past several you never know how close you ought to be in right karen for the past several years amanda soars has made the trip to claremont down to from claremont down to tampa to enjoy bay area renaissance oh so this florida you don't want florida people walking around in kilts you feel like you just jumped into another world and that's what's fun said source you expect to see costumes of course all the food you're in another world and the shows are always awesome said steve Trigg, source father it's not hard to get lost in the festival's magic atmosphere magical atmosphere however the cheers coming from a nearby stage that caused swords and her family to stop in disbelief as i'm filming they're cheering and cheering this one came around swirled around danced and he bent over and lifted up his kilt and there's his backside saying hello everyone cheering and cheering and shaking and then you see another body part shaking around from under there said trig the show is part of the <laughs> the show is part of the men in kilts combat you know what this is you know what this is i recognize this every man recognizes this and every woman who's ever been with a man who's done this recognizes this even though they pretend not to recognize it to let us keep some dignity this is her acting offended at seeing some dicks right that's why she came to this fucking thing what's the point of going to the kilt show every year if you're not gonna see no swinging dicks that you know why we came she out here trying to pretend to be mortified just like when you see a woman in the mall without a lot of clothes on and you want to just ogle her but you can't do that and so you gotta be like oh my god i can't believe baby look at what she got on okay she is walking around here with a thong in the middle of them i am disgusted what about the children that she bends over to pick up that thing she dropped i i'm so disgusted i'll be right back from the bathroom for five minutes i'm disgusted ah! i need to go let off some steam somewhere like that's all this is i can't believe i saw dicks at the kilt festival for the seventh year in a row <laughs> this is probably some shit they've been doing since this festival started the show is part of the mini kilts competition and advertised on facebook with a description explaining the guests that they're in for a treat however this is far from the show series and her son were expecting to see oh is that what it is i'm here with my 13 year old son he's a little older but still super embarrassing he gave me a look like whoa what is happening on the stage over there despite the crowd's chairs some people can be seen shielding their eyes and turned away swords and her father said they were given no warning i want to see if they can did they turn their eyes away or she kept filming right i've got to get a close-up on all this dick i'm disgusted hold on you in my way baby of my shot you know what i better get this uh i better turn this landscape i mean don't her son got a dick don't he hopefully he know what it looks like i mean karen's disgusting the children okay that is so soon <laughs> after, on the kids so soon after seeing j-lo's booty how dare you now this is why i don't want to have kids okay you talk about what the school system <laughs> do to them <laughs> i'm worried about them seeing dicks and latin booties okay oh that's that's where you draw your line mm, disgusted 
those who put on the bay area renaissance festival were appalled to hear of the guest experience the festival general manager kathy parker released a statement apologizing oh because this has never happened before it won't happen next year right on behalf of the bay area renaissance festival we would like to apologize to anyone who may have been offended by a ticket holder that participated in our men and kills competition yesterday this person was not employed by the festival and not acting in a manner condoned by the festival maybe they thought uh maybe he thought it was a game of thrones festival that's true like well game of thrones they do shit like this uh we take pride in our 45 year history of being the producer of multi-family friendly festivals and events around the country we will continue to produce entertainment for everyone's enjoyment while maintaining our emphasis on good family fun no uh the source says she still plans to return to the festival next year and she's hopeful that changes will be made okay okay ma'am i see yo i see your game okay all right i see how this goes you're not fooling me okay and let me guess mm. you go to hooters because the wings are delicious right mm-hmm. okay ma'am yeah, yeah yeah it's not working <laughs> nice try nice try <laughs> i'm disgusted oh my god all these dicks uh, just by any chance do you know if that gentleman will be back next year because <laughs> i i would be so disgusted i would need to know like which what's day. the name of his clan i need to know like which day he's coming back so i can give him a piece of my mind okay because i am uh grossed out to the most out okay um you didn't have to catch his name did you no because i I mean because maybe i would want to meet him and tell him about himself okay um steven spielberg reportedly is embarrassed for porn star daughter this is a wild story here um mostly because i porn star is like podcaster you don't really gotta do shit to call yourself one right right you, know? you don't really have to be a porn <laughs> star you can just fucking all of a sudden you're a porn star you don't have to make no money you can do whatever you want to do yeah, you like, ain't gotta be on camera you ain't gotta be a video i'm yeah. just a porn star it's the only thing where it's like the only thing where you enter and you're just immediately the best label that's in the business like we yeah. all in this no we not we you know there's a lot of work being a good porn star iconic filmmaker steven spielberg has unsurprisingly passed his craft down to his daughter michaela but the direction she took it in is reportedly throwing her father for a doozy on wednesday spielberg announced that she is on a film career in the porn industry the 23 year old told the son about solo sex videos she posted on pornhub and how she's currently working on getting licensed to become an exotic dancer in nashville according to the post the spielberg source says Stephen and kate are nothing but supportive of her as they are with all their children but a family friend says that more there's more to their feelings behind michaela's career choices hourly Stephen and kate who are the most evolved uh who are the most evolved parents in the world and love their kids beyond all measure have always been supportive of michaela and try to understand her the family friend said obviously though they're embarrassed by her sudden public admission of entry into the sex worker world the friend continued nothing can hurt steven spielberg's immaculate reputation nor case but they're worried about how michaela's revelation uh looks for the other kids who are trying to be supportive but who are also embarrassed this certainly isn't how they were raised yeah i thought the wildest part when i read the article about her going into uh because i'm not trying to down what she's doing there's calling her porn star and stuff but it's more like cam girl stuff it's, not it's not a, that cam girls is porn but there but, is a difference yes there is a difference because there are a lot of cam girls that don't actually have sex on screen right it sounds like she's gonna be doing like maybe some masturbation videos mm-hmm. uh she talks about having big titties and wanting everybody to see them and let's be honest i want to see them if they have big titties so let's get them out there but um 
it, it it's like they're trying to scandalize it and maybe she's you know she knew it would be scandalized and promoted it that way you know people are like this is like Lawrence fishburne's daughter no Lawrence fishburne's daughter was like on drugs and like did porn actual porn videos and shit and all that stuff um and and was out here kind of you know uh promoting it as Lawrence fishburne's daughter and shit like that um this is more about control she's talking about directing her own videos she says she won't be having sex on camera unless it's with her 46 year old boyfriend or 47 year old boyfriend it's weird then she 23 25 yeah that was the part that was to me of all the things she said the only part where i was like huh was when it was like her 47 year old boyfriend steve i was like who the fuck is this dude right he about to go through his middle age crisis what the hell is this like if there's anything that hints at uh bad decisions it's really the 47 year old dude <laughs> in the picture but ah uh, whatever uh they're all adults they can do what they want to do that's true but uh yeah so we'll see what happens with that but that was an interesting story um uh yeah see these are the other articles that comes out as a porn star uh porn stars expiring erotic dancer because uh you got to get a license to do it in tennessee for some reason yeah y'all talk about tennessee yeah so um and more white people news netflix refutes a report that they spent a hundred million dollars on award season campaigns a new report has emerged suggesting netflix is spending a hundred million dollars on their award season campaigns for the irishman and marriage story well it worked for laura dern the wall street journal reports and i believe it because we got so much, much shit, shit in the mail from them right you could have just sent, sent us streaming on netflix yes they might as well have gave us motherfucking the wedding they gave us an irishman like book it was beautiful a too. wedding like the like almost wedding invitation type mm-hmm. things for marriage story it's crazy what they sent us mm-hmm. that book was humongous i tried to throw it straight in the trash and Kara's like we need to keep it i'm like right, just to clutter up our pretty. house for what you've never gone back over there you're never gonna open it <laughs> why, why didn't we just throw it out i don't want this shit in my house okay you know nick juke ain't never come to our house now we got a big ass scarlett johansson thing <laughs> sitting in the other room <laughs> it's like you telling her she's not welcome here and it needs to go i am not saying that nick juke you welcome to come by anytime and, and do what subjected to the it's in the conf- corner the confederate flag of of acting no that is that's a burning cross of white womanness all in her face she don't want she don't want to be part of this <laughs> she don't want to see that come on Karen, reconsider it get rid of it <laughs> i want this shit in my house the industry insiders estimate netflix spending well over 100 million that with the majority of those funds funneled into campaigns for martin scorsese's the irishman and noah bombach's marriage story that's that's more than traditional studios which typically spend five million dollars to 20 million dollars per movie that's still a lot of money jesus mm-hmm. netflix head of a, no wonder they was mad monique wouldn't do the interviews and they was like we spent too and no much wonder, money and no wonder she was mad she was like nigga they spending 20 million why, why can't money? i get a piece i don't think we're doing anything that everyone else isn't doing he added netflix is up for numerous awards at the 2020 oscars and i think laura dern won if i'm not mistaken i think she won best supporting mm-hmm. uh and scarlett also, didn't win though it's one of those things too and netflix go oh, y'all don't res- y'all not gonna respect us we're gonna flood you teens charged with attempted arson after participating in tiktok outlet challenge but what the hell outlet challenge what are we outing outlet challenge you know outlets like the thing you plug shit into 
oh yeah they were doing the tiktok outlet challenge so are they plugging something into the wall i don't get it there's a tiktok challenge where participants are attempting to short circuit electrical sock electrical by inserting pennies in between the plugged in chargers in the outlet what for what nigga you ain't two i think we need to bring back the duke power ads with that mascot that tells you about uh electrical safety two teams are facing attempted arson charges for setting their school on fire while they tried to replicate it on tuesday uh, according to the new york post two massachusetts students at plymouth north high school were charged after attempting the stunt but not just one but two times <gasps> apparently a similar incident reported earlier this week and the 15 year olds are taking the heat for both luckily no one was hurt and the damage to the school was very minimal so the- that so okay i'm sure so they basically they're sticking pennies in the wa- in the sockets sounds like what they do is they take the pennies and they put them in like the prongs of something that you would plug into a socket and then you plug it into the socket so the penny has to go between the socket and the thing oh, that's been plugged into holy it. shit right no wonder they start a goddamn fire white people need more problems right this is white people shit it's <laughs> crazy oh man um this actually caused minor damage to the building however this behavior is very dangerous and has potential to cause serious damage to property as well as serious injury to students staff or visitors yeah they could have electrocuted themselves this type of behavior will not be tolerated by this department anyone involved will be prosecuted to the fullest state of the law well i mean i know what i said earlier about the little black girl but i mean throw these white boys in jail okay it's time for them oh, to go uh, and they said tiktok town <laughs> so you mean other people is doing these at their mom at their parents house and possibly to burn down their parents houses yep and the fuck else kind of challenges they got on there is this this is crazy i mean who all is doing these challenges any black kids doing these challenges i hope not i know there's a lot of black kids on tiktok though it is that's what i'm asking like you know because that's some shit that it becomes a trend everybody want to do it yeah oh my god that's crazy didn't y'all science teacher teach y'all better where are the white fathers you know where their mamas at where are the white fathers in the household because that's why this stuff is happening because you don't have white white parents guiding these little children's okay out here just not being in the household and then you gotta deal with these hooligans these thugs i hate to say it thugs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all on the tiktoks uh this just, just 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 why don't, why don't you just call them crackers just just to call them crackers <laughs> thugs thugs just call them crackers then uh this youtube pretender uh this youtuber pretended she was on a luxury vacation in bali but actually she was filming in ikea ah! uh <laughs> ikea the spot apparently we got an ikea here i ain't never been to that bitch how did they know she was faking when she got she got some meatballs it was like wait a minute nigga these are ikea these meatballs. Are meatballs uh i mean wh- swedish meatballs <laughs> uh when you go shopping with your significant other your roommate is fun to play house in the labyrinth of mock displays made to mimic real life homes 
the whole store is an instagram paradise and one influencer's recent trip reminded us of a valuable lesson in the words of natalia taylor don't believe everything you see on the gram taylor recently dropped by ikea to see if she could pull off the ultimate prank could she make her followers leave she was on a luxury dream vacation in bali when she actually was at her local swedish furniture store the whole time the answer proved to be an overwhelming yes of course here's a picture of her on the phone uh that's why they got this even in um why do they even have this in ikea displays because you know people buy- yeah but it's a phone that's plugged to the wall no no one even has these anymore why display me some shit some wireless shit nigga <laughs> don't even make sense oh it look like a phone when i was a fucking kid do you know how to use that ma'am this is her at a mirror uh display that's her on the phone again okay this is not that good of a trick okay those Mm-mm. three pictures two of them are the same place the point of this video is to show how easy it is to trick people into thinking you're someone you're not she said in a youtube video revealing the prank and immediately people started buying it those looks at taylor's those looking at taylor's photos with the critical or, des- or design eye may have noticed one of the many easter eggs as she left his clues if you look close to some of the images you'll be able to see little ikea things in there because i wanted to leave little easter eggs in there for any of my followers who are too smart for this challenge sure enough there are followers too smart for the challenge but everyone else learned a valuable lesson don't trust everything you see on the internet okay what, what were the clues what are the ikea things that we're supposed to see i don't see it the plant i don't know i've never been to ikea so i don't know what things we're supposed to be looking for yeah i don't see no swedish meatballs Mm-mm. um I, 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 I was missing something oh there's a tag back there oh a tag go back to the first right there in the mirror oh in the mirror yeah mm-hmm. and you can see other people okay mm-hmm. now okay. the mirror one i can see but the other two i i don't uh you know maybe the phone because you're like who the fuck has a phone on the wall you know what makes a lot makes sense though is um i mean what i wish i could see is the video of the people watching her take these photos being like this motherfucker is in ikea with a full beat and a mini dress on taking pictures oh just regular ass people walking around going what the fuck is she doing just regular couples arguing and what will be they (laughs) the first of their breakup arguments uh <laughs> i know fussy going uh we i don't want to put no ikea furniture together why don't you pay the fee and have them do it Mm-mm-mm. all right that's enough white people news guys do you feel properly cleansed i do i feel so much refreshed and so so light me too and so happy compared to how it was earlier <laughs> i don't even want to think about earlier guys right we took you through a trip and i'm sorry to take you through that trip but but we're back now and everything's refreshed and good and the anger subsided and it's gone and uh you know we can finally move on all right so <sighs> i think we can do some it's like a sigh of relief sore ratchetness guys and get out of here man sentenced for 2006 source land in san diego suburb a former california man who stabbed an acquaintance more than 30 times with a sword has been sentenced to 12 that was personal 30 times been sentenced to 12 years in prison that's it 
39 year old zachary bunny of hillsborough oregon was sentenced wednesday he was linked to the 2006 killing through dna and pleaded guilty last month to voluntary manslaughter and use of deadly weapon bunny attacked and killed 47 year old scott martinez with a three and a half foot sword long sword in martinez's apartment in san diego suburb of la mesa uh because he believed martinez was sleeping with his girlfriend what was he the woman had ah the woman had babysat for martinez but testified she didn't have a romantic relationship with him well i mean i doubt she'd go to there's no reason to lie at that point the sounds like you being a jealous possessive man got someone killed investigators identified bunny through a cutting edge dna search technique called generic genealogy which tries to identify suspects through dna of a possibly a possible family members investigators use blood found on a toilet paper in the bathroom they believe the killer had cut himself and tried to clean the wound the same genetic genealogy technique was used last year to capture the golden state killer um yeah so they got him whatever it takes to get him off the streets okay and i and that's why i say guys this episode is brought to you by dna ancestry com. okay you go there everybody put their shit in we gotta send y'all fucking <laughs> criminal relatives to prison okay everybody talk about oh, i'm scared to take it why did you do something should i be worried okay take that test and get your family members out here raping people off the streets okay and nobody i've never understood that defense oh they're gonna take the dna and then they're gonna catch people that did crimes finish the sentence dna evidence is different okay y'all motherfucking rapists coming out here y'all don't want to get tested because it might be your uncle nigga they gotta go (laughs) (laughs) and they probably they but they'll probably be okay and not even go to jail because they're probably not rich men okay those are the only ones that go to jail all right y'all that's not a true statement (laughs) until tomorrow when we do our walking day review we'll probably have to do the episode a little early to make sure i get it in on time before my brother shows up for us to go to the hornets game okay so uh yeah come uh through tomorrow guys until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.